everyone. Welcome to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast. My name is Jackie Pilisoff and I'm your host. I'm the founder of Divorced Girl Smiling, the company that connects people facing divorce with trusted, vetted divorce professionals. We're also a podcast, a website, a mobile app, and I offer the free consult, which is a 30-minute talk with me. You can vent, you can tell me your issues, and I will personally connect you with wonderful professionals who I think would be a good fit for you. So I want to talk about arguing with the ex, which obviously if you're listening to this and you're getting divorced, you're like, yeah, so what else is new? We argue all the time. We argued in our marriage. And that makes sense because the reason you're getting divorced is because you can no longer communicate effectively. Well, that's one of the things that's going on in your divorce, I'm almost sure. And I think that conflict and arguing is normal in any relationship. But when people cannot have good conflict resolution, that's where problems start to arise. And when you're getting divorced, you have to add in feelings of hurt, pain, fear, anger, resentment. And so if you add all those things in, now the way you communicate with your ex just got a lot harder. So I want to talk about arguing with your ex and knowing when to just walk away. That's really hard for people. We all want to feel heard and validated, but sometimes it's just better to leave it alone. So I wrote an article and in the article were six signs to look out for when you're arguing with your ex And it might make you realize that the conversation's only going to get worse and you should consider just walking away. And after I go through the six things, I'll talk about what walking away looks like. So I want to start off with number one. Let's say you're having an argument with someone. And by the way, this isn't just for your ex, it's with anyone. Number one, the person becomes defensive. So he or she makes every excuse they can to defend and justify the behavior. In other words, they don't have the self-awareness to just say, I'm really sorry I hurt you. Instead, they say things like, you just don't get it, or I'm doing the best I can, or I'm just a horrible person. Just go ahead and say it. I'm a shitty person, and that's the end of it. So what I'm saying is they can't see beyond themselves to open their mind and listen to the other person's point of view. So that's number one. Number two, the person is actually unable to listen to what you're saying. So I feel like if you're in a conversation with someone and it's a minor disagreement, the person will say something like, I hear you. I hear what you're saying. Thank you for telling me that. I didn't know you felt that way. And I think that people who don't have the ability to listen, they just brush over that. And all they're hearing is the negativity and what they did. They make it all about themselves. So their coping mechanism is to talk instead of absorb what somebody is trying to say to them. That's number two. Number three, the person is unable to empathize with what you're feeling. Even if they disagree with you and they can't see your point of view, the person 
does not have the ability to say, I'm having a hard time understand how you're feeling, but I'm really trying. Or they might say, although I disagree with you, I do respect your opinion. And if you're listening to this, do you realize how important that is? Because if you're having a disagreement with somebody and you hear the words, I respect how you're feeling, I'm having a hard time understanding, but I'm validating that you are having those feelings, automatically that sends the person into a place of opening up their mind and saying, okay, we can finish this conflict. Number four, the person is unable to stay calm. So I believe that when people are going through a divorce, their emotions are just running so high and any little thing can set them off. Or maybe you're married to someone who just has a bad temper and just has never learned how to communicate. So the person can't stay calm. They might yell and scream. They might call you names. They might insult you. They might point out other things that just to get to you and make you upset that have nothing to even do with your argument. Here's a good one. They'll say something like, I wish I could be as perfect as you or stop being such a bitch. So this is like very immature and it's somebody who is not in a stable place. And if somebody can't stay calm, the best resolution is to say, I'm walking away. We're going to revisit this later. Number five, the person brings up the past. So they view the argument as an opportunity, a field day for drudging up what happened when you were married. They'll say things like, Oh, what else is new? I feel like you're a broken record. Remember when you brought this up to me five years ago? Well, the reason you brought it up is because that's why you're getting divorced, because you never resolved it five years ago. You're listening to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast with Jackie Pilosoff. I'm talking about arguing with your ex and knowing when to walk away. I'm going to take a short break. When I come back, I'm going to get to number six of signs to look out for that might make you realize that this conversation is only getting worse and you should consider walking away. I'm also going to talk about what walking away looks like, and then I'm going to talk about how to deal with an ex that is just angry and hateful towards you. I'll be right back. Winning in family court is all about preparing rather than reacting. Whether you're thinking about a divorce or a custody suit, or you have been served with papers, you must prepare instead of react. Those are the words of Turner Thornton, a highly regarded Fort Worth family law attorney who leads Varghese Somerset Family Law Group. This is a wonderful practice that I would highly recommend. Turner is a skilled negotiator and experienced litigator and has successfully guided hundreds of individuals and families through the most tumultuous time of their lives. If you want to learn more about Turner or Varghese Somerset Family Law Group, you can find them at FamilyTexas.com or in the Trusted Professionals section of Divorced Girl Smiling. I also want to recommend Divorce Coach Karen Covey. 
Karen is a former divorce attorney and divorce mediator who provides divorce and decision coaching to people who want to make clear, confident decisions during one of the toughest yet most sensitive times in their lives. Karen also helps people navigate through the divorce process with a lot less conflict, with a lot less expenses, and a lot less damage to themselves and their children. I just love Karen. I've known her for probably 10 years. She's an amazing person, really warm and compassionate, and she's a great coach. If you want to learn more about Karen, go to karencovey.com or find her in the Divorce Girl Smiling Trusted Professional section. You're listening to the Divorced Girl Smiling podcast with Jackie Pilisoff. I'm talking about arguing with your ex and knowing when to walk away. I'm going to offer the last sign to look for that might make you realize, you know what, this is just going to go from bad to worse. I need to walk away. And that's what number six is. The person is resentful and upset that you have these feelings. And by the way, this is very typical of a narcissist because everything has and will always be about that person. So you having an issue just doesn't fit into that person's life. And they're thinking you shouldn't have these feelings. So that is another reason to walk away. I want to say this. I personally think that there is nothing more frustrating and actually depressing and hopeless than realizing you just can't change someone who doesn't have self-awareness and the ability to resolve conflict in a productive way. So that is why walking away is sometimes the best option. I want to move into what walking away looks like. Do you hang up on your spouse? No. Do you just leave and slam the door? No. Here's what I want to offer you as advice. And I'm going to go through this in a phone call, an in-person, or a text email conversation. So let's start with the phone call. So let's say your ex is screaming at you and you're having an argument about one of your children and you both disagree on how to handle what's going on with that child. And your ex is just really treating you like a punching bag and yelling at you. And you know your ex is upset about your kid, but really he or she is taking it out on you and just not being able to have a conversation with you. So the first thing I would do is just not hang up on the person, not yell back. It's very important to stay calm. And a lot of times you're going to find when you stay calm, it upsets your spouse even more. The person wants to battle. They want to fight. So I would say something like, I'm not liking the way that we are having this conversation. I think we need to both calm down and I think we need to finish it at another time. I'm going to hang up and if you want to finish it at another time, please feel free to set up another time to talk. And you're probably going to, the person's going to say, oh, screw you. And they're going to start screaming even say, you're being such a bitch and whatever. But you can only control how you act. And if you act that way, I'm telling you, even though this shouldn't be the reason why, but you're going to piss your ex off even more. So, but you will have done the right thing because it's not productive to go down this path of screaming and yelling. Oh, by the way, another tip. Don't say, I'm going to call my lawyer or I'm just going to have our lawyers settle it. You can think that, but just don't say it. 
And then when you hang up, if you need to call your attorney or email him or her or email your mediator or whatever you need to do, your divorce coach, your therapist, do it that way. Second thing is how to handle it if you are in person. So let's say your ex just dropped off the kids, they ran into the house, and then you you start having an argument about something. I would actually say to your ex, I'm walking in the house now, I'm going to go see the kids, let's schedule a time to talk about this when you're more rational. And then the person might do the same thing, scream and yell, and you really don't want that in front of your neighbors or out in public or anything. So... Just tell the person you're walking away and then walk away and shut the door. Next form of communication is, let's say you're in a bad email exchange or a text exchange and things are getting really, really heated. And there's a lot of four-letter words. And again, you feel like a punching bag. So I have a suggestion And that is to use the app Our Family Wizard. And Our Family Wizard is an app that you can text through the app and all the conversation is recorded. And why that's important is nobody is going to stoop to those low levels of conversation. And they're going to be more productive when they know that a court can see these text messages. So it's a wonderful tool. It does a lot more than that. Our Family Wizard helps you track expenses, um, even like shows receipts. It's a wonderful way of communication for this kind of thing. So I just wanted to shout that out. But if you are not using Our Family Wizard, and which you should, but if you're not, and you're having this horrible text exchange, I would actually just stop texting and emailing. Don't feel like you have to get the last text or email. Just stop, give up, concede, get out of the argument because two things are going to happen. You're going to feel better. And the second thing is, I mean, I hate to say it, but you're going to have the upper hand and you're going to feel so good because your ex will be sitting on the other end waiting for another nasty comment so that he or she can be nasty right back. And guess what? You're not engaging anymore. So that is the way, in my opinion, to, quote, walk away from this kind of thing. I want to get into really quick about the reasons why your ex is angry, hateful, and unable to communicate with you. And I'm just going to list a couple things that might be going on with that person that's so typical in divorce. The first one is stress and fear. So I always say when somebody's mean, it's because they are either stressed or they're scared. So maybe your ex is being mean to you because he or she is terrified of having to sell the house. Are the kids going to be okay? Finances, being alone, whatever it might be. I'm not saying it's right for the person to be mean and treat you like a punching bag, but this is just so you'll have an understanding of why they might be acting this way. Another thing is your spouse might feel guilty. So when people feel guilty, they get mean. Another thing is they might hate themselves. Sometimes when people don't like themselves, they kind of transfer it onto the person that they love the most or used to love the most. 
Next thing is the person, your ex, could have a new girlfriend or a new wife or a new husband or boyfriend, and they could be egging on your ex. They could be saying, wait a minute, she's getting this in the divorce? So then your ex starts to think, yeah, I'm going to listen to my new girlfriend who I've known for about three and a half minutes, but whatever, whole nother subject. And then another thing is they might have addiction issues or mental illness that can play into lack of being able to communicate in a productive way. And of course, hurt and pain. I believe that people cover up intense pain and hurt with anger and hate. And think about it. You know how I've heard a lot of people say, oh, my kids are so mean to me. They're so nice to my ex and they walk on eggshells, but to me, they're so mean. Let me tell you why that is, because they love and trust you more. Well, I shouldn't say they love you more. It's just a different kind of relationship. You are their strength. You are somebody they know isn't going to abandon them. So they don't have to worry about being mean to you because they know that you are not going anywhere and that you're loyal and that you love them to death. And I'm not saying it's right. It can feel hurtful. But it's a good feeling, too, that you know that you're your kid's solid rock. And so when it comes to people getting divorced, when they're in pain, they're so mean to the people that they feel closest to. So I hope this all helps everybody. I know this is a really hard time, and I know it probably drives you nuts when you can't communicate about your kids or the divorce or something that you really need to talk to your ex about and they're being, in your opinion, irrational or mean. It's very hard and I totally understand. But all you can do is control how you communicate and try to understand their behavior so it takes a little sting out of it. I'm here for you if you need me. If you want to find trusted, vetted, wonderful divorce professionals, including our family wizard, come see me at divorcedgirlsmiling.com. You can also listen to more podcasts that way, download the mobile app, or sign up for my free consult. Again, I appreciate you listening. It means the world to me, and I will talk to you real soon.